0: You are listening to the Recovered Therapist, brought to you by FreshOutOfPlans.com. I'm Jeannie Griffin, and I'll be your host. Instead of focusing on labels, diagnoses, and psychobabble, we keep things honest, simple, and hopeful, so that you can grow personally and spiritually. Thank you for joining me today. I want to ask you a question: What are your spiritual practices? Now, the spiritual life is not a theory. We have to live it. And some people define spirituality as a practice for people who've already been to hell, and religion is a practice for people who are afraid of going to hell. Whatever it is, you, however you define it, and whatever you consider it to be, what do you do to formally honor a connection with a higher power? Now, spirituality is not sitting around talking about theory or what you might believe, but what do you actually do that connects you to this conscious contact with, let's call it, the the Creator with a capital C, the divine intelligence, the oneness, the divine love, the um, master architect, the God of your understanding. The Yahweh, Jehovah, God. Whatever name you call this energy form, there needs to be some sort of honor and ceremony, ritual that you perform that honors it and tries to connect you with it. See, you you are a piece of it. The energy that is the oneness is also Individualized in each one of us, so that this energy is working in, as, and through you. It's not out there somewhere. The whole is out there somewhere, but individually, we are a piece of it. So, what are you doing that connects you to the universal energy? Now, there are some very formal things like meditation. And you can do those formally, like Zen is a very uh, much more strict and formal way of meditating. There are other forms of meditation. You can Google those. There's one that even allows you to move, which I loved because I could never sit still for five minutes. So when I first started meditating, I did much better I'm moving, and that's called Vipassana meditation, and you chant certain things as you walk slowly and intentionally, where you're focusing and being very mindful of of walking but um and then there are formal prayers um, that various religions offer, and other. Quotes that you can use or turn uh, things that you can turn into prayers. and um, But even beyond that, there are practices that don't have to be that formal. For instance, um, I was with a client today, and they discussed something that was hurtful in their lives and i was with a client today and they discussed something hurtful in their lives and they said when they went outside to get in their car they looked up and saw this enormous rainbow it went from one side of the sky to the other side of the sky and that was a connection they felt reassured by it it wasn't something they prayed for but you know didn't say god please give me a, a rainbow so i know you're around but it's something that other people might call a divine coincidence, synchronicity, but in that person's life, it meant, okay, I've got you. I reassure you that that this is not just random, that I care for you, whatever the I was. There are other um, ways in nature that you can ask for the synchronicity, ask for a sign. And if nothing else, I know sometimes when I'm most perplexed, I go outside and sit and just simply watch nature. You watch a dog or a cat or you watch a squirrel being a squirrel. it's It's got the same life energy in it that you and I do, but it doesn't have this gift slash curse, I call it, of being able to think and reason and philosophize. That gets us into some, lots of trouble sometimes. So, ask yourself, what can I do to connect? And one of the things that is taught throughout, not just religion, but in many traditions, and and also in the twelve step program, is to get out of yourself and be of service. Where in your life, when you're the most distressed about your own life? is when you need to reach out and see how you can help someone else. Now, that's counterintuitive because usually when we feel the worst about what's happening in our lives, we feel so inadequate that how how can I go help somebody else when my life is in the toilet and I'm a, I'm a mess? Well, that's the whole purpose, to get out of yourself and help someone else. Um, you may recite just a very simple help me do for me what I can't do for myself, get me through today. Thank you for uh, keeping me sober today. Thank you for uh, the ounce of gratitude I had this morning. Doesn't have to be totally formal, okay? It can be walking in and opening a door for somebody to go in, taking and acknowledging that other people are on the planet and that you will take the time to do that and to be kind. Those are spiritual practices. And in doing that, it's almost as if we're an empty vessel. When we do that, we become this empty vessel and this this power, this energy, this higher power, is working through us and as us. So we become the face of this power that no one else can. You are the face of God. You're the face of of Spirit, the Creator, that showed up as you. And there's nobody else that can fill that role exactly like you can. You don't have to always be so quiet and humble. You can be filled with joy. You know, every kind of emotion. You can be in despair and reach out and ask for help. You can look at your bank account and see nothing there and say, you know, I realize that my paycheck comes from so-and-so, another earthly person, but my source, my source is something higher, and I don't have to understand what it is. I just have to know that it's, it's the source of all my my money, all the source of all my inspiration. It's the source of all my joy. and Show me what I'm supposed to do and what I'm supposed to leave up to this power to work out. And when I'm in that spot, I also remember, I've said this many times, the universe has no clock. So while you think, I've got to have it today, you're going to get whatever you need in the appropriate time. And letting go of the outcome and saying, thy will be done, then you step out of the way and forget about it. For those of you who don't know these three prayers that are taught in um Twelve-step programs. I want to read them to you. One is is uh, not in any of the literature necessarily, but it's a it's a customary poem called the Set Aside Prayer. And it starts out using the word God, and if you don't like that, change it to whatever you like, Spirit or Creator. Please help me set aside everything I think I know about myself and others about my disease, about the 12 steps, and all spiritual terms, especially the term for you. So that I may have an open mind and a new experience with all of these things, please help me see the truth. The third step prayer I love, simple, God, I offer myself to thee to build with me and to do with me as thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self, that I may better do thy will. Take away my difficulties, that victory over them may bear witness to those I would help of thy love, thy power, and thy way of life. May I do thy will always. See, I love that one because it's it's saying take away all these difficulties, not because I want you to be Santa Claus, God, and, and then I'll be happy, But take this stuff away from me so that others are inspired, so that others are drawn to practicing a spiritual way of life because they have seen this work in my life. The seventh step prayer. Wow, this is one that, be careful when you pray this one because it's going to really knock your socks off. My creator, I am now willing that you should have all of me, good and bad. I pray that you now remove from me every single defect of character which stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. Grant me strength as I go out from here to do your bidding. Listen to that. Remove every single defect of character which stands in my way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. Grant me strength as I go out from here to do your bidding. One of my character assets and my best, one of my best character assets is self reliance. And one of my worst defects of character is self reliance. See, your asset can become a defect of ca- character. And if you look at your defect, it's an asset that's gone awry. And for those of you who don't know what awry is, that's an old timey term that means it's gone wonky. So, self reliance in my case helps me, you know, be a self starter, helps me initiate things, helps me as an entrepreneur. Uh, helps me think, okay, I can do that. I, where where can I learn? Where can I learn? Okay, I can do that. But it also can separate me from my fellows. It's like, well, I can do that and I don't need you. That's not true. We all need community. It keeps me separate. It keeps me apart from, and it can cause difficulties in my life. So I surrender that to this higher power and say get it out of the way so that you can work through me in as and through me. I want to put everything aside that I think I know so that I can stay in conscious contact with you this supreme energy that that is in every single thing. It's in the blade of grass that comes up through the concrete. It's in the squirrel that's running all over, joy-filled when it finds some new little thing it can take back to its nest. It's what reaches for the sky and for expansion and the sun, and it's in all things. It's inside of you. Thank you for listening to The Recovered Therapist, where we keep topics honest, simple, and hopeful. I love you. There's not a damn thing you can do about it. Until next time.